Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the everyday golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we unpack the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill, dive into the exciting Players' Championship, and more. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast. I'm once again joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. How you doing, man? Hey, hey. happy Wednesday. Dude. Happy Wednesday, special Wednesday edition. I want to start off uh, the podcast by, uh, today by telling everybody and letting everyone know we're going to be changing up our uh, our schedule. We're moving from Friday nights because that's right in the middle of, the, of tournaments. It's a little bit late to give you guys picks. And we're in the middle of the tournament, given, you know, our feedback on that. So we figured it'd be a better idea to move to Sunday. So this is a Wednesday to transition us into Sunday. Um, So we're looking forward to to recapping things as they happen, getting content out to you, you know, quicker um, and more timely so you can make money on some of our bets. So, uh, yeah, I just want to get that out there. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. And, and, and we'll, uh, oh, I was going to say, and we'll, I mean, when we, if recording on Sundays, we, we probably won't have. I know I won't be ready to toss bets down on uh, mm-hmm. Sunday, but we'll um, post them on Wednesday nights and perhaps even figure out how we can jump on uh, on live or something and record something quick and post to the social media what our picks are on Wednesday before all the uh, everyone tees off. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna work a lot better. Um, so yeah, more to come on that. Um, excited to unpack last week, big week in golf, exciting tournament. Um, just a quick review of our picks. Um, I had my DraftKings, obviously, um, after, after a big win, WGC, uh, came third to last in, in DraftKings. Um, so not going to speak too much on that, but I hit two more winners. I had, uh, Will Zalatoris and Jordan Speed the top tens. Um, at plus 300 plus 450 for Willie Z. Um, that's four straight weeks of, of, of hitting a top 10. So, you know, overall, um, it's been going good with those. That's a solid, you know, those are fun bets. That's way easier. Dude, that is, it is, it is. It's a fun run. You're going through what I was going through the last, like about a month ago. Um, but it is, it's fun, especially when you get multiple top tens hitting, uh, that's, that's when, when, when it's, when it's real fun. I had to, uh, I've been cold here of the last two weeks but I, I went back and that's actually the first couple of weeks consecutively where i haven't won and i hit some big long shots early so overall i'm still up on on my golf top 10 betting um, nice. but i need i need some winners this week i got to get back to it so i i'll be honest i hadn't been doing uh as much of my research as well so i i went back today and yesterday and got a little bit more uh back in the laboratory and it's easier to do so with what we have on deck uh for the pga players but we're here to wrap up last week right so my guys uh my guys only person i had coming close was hideki and he finished i think like t11 or uh somewhere around there t12 i had i had will zalatoris at t11 and the last two people who had to play were deshambo and uh westwood and they just parred and somehow he moved into the top 10 despite like, I, I don't know how that happened. There was only them two. So, yeah. So my guess is someone had to probably change their score or something retroactively. Mm. And that pushed them, you know, that's what's crazy about the top 10 is, 
it can at times be separated by one shot with like six guys, you know? Yeah, right. And then, and then, so you, you, if they drop a stroke or gain a stroke on Sunday, mm-hmm. that's what makes it so much fun having these bets out there. Uh, it can make a huge difference as far <laughs> as the T10 or where you're tied at and stuff. Um, I forget. I had someone sneak in, you know, it's just like catching, uh, a, a a a line at a hook at the end of the game or something right and yeah. it wouldn't just sneaking one in it's just uh the golf equivalent of it but um yeah my pick stunk sun jm fell kind of short of the t10 everyone else wasn't even worth mentioning so um but but that tournament was very fun uh we dude, that gotta was give it up to, to bryson hats off to him dude i really got i really got to give it to him man um I mean, him at number six on Saturday, that that made him on Sunday must-see TV. I mean, the fans were egging him on. That was really exciting to watch. Like, you could feel the fans' impact on the tournament, and we hadn't seen something like that in a long time. Yeah, 100%. You had a lot of names up on the leaderboard, too, right? Rory back in the mix, all sorts of stuff. How about this? Sunday, uh, there were no rounds in the 60s on that course. So, wow. it's it playing tough. Um yep. And, and yeah, Bryson, like him or not, like you said, that's must see TV. And I, I mean, how do you not, if you don't like a dude just stepping up and smoking a drive 350 over a fucking lake, then I don't know. I, I, dude, I in the like, lead on Sunday, I, I mean, he didn't, he didn't, <laughs> he wasn't trailing. It wasn't a desperate move. Like he, he went for it and he played to win. Nothing but respect. What do you think of uh, the PGA's move to to block him? Since we're just talking about him, and yeah, it is. Uh, well, if he would have kept his mouth shut, he'd probably be able to to do what he wants. Um, I, I know that's 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 kind of the funny part, right? Because like how just how he is, you know, he can't help but like mention it and, mm-hmm. and bring it up. Oh, he wants to show how smart he is, right? And and it totally bit him in the ass. Yeah, yep. that might be the best part about it all. Talk about under, alternate routes, you know, three days before a tournament starts, and, the, and then they they cut him off the knees there. Um, but yeah, again, he he played to win on Sunday, and it was playing tough, like you said. You know, there was very few rounds under par, and nobody broke broke seventy. So, you know, watching him go up there with the lead again and go for it, uh, nothing but respect. Nothing but respect for the guy. Do you think that he's now turning into somebody that's kind of uh, that people are rooting for, or do you think he's gaining more, more and more fall, uh, fans? I don't that? know. I I don't know. I think he's. I think you know how, how he got himself in trouble. Like in in like Kyle. You know, people that don't like him, like Kenyon, he don't like him. I don't think Kyle's still gonna like. Like I think he'll always not like him, and, and just so I. <laughs> You know what I mean? And he's got a way about him, which doesn't bother me. I love him, but he's got like his, his kind of pompous way that he can be. And the right. scientist, the mad scientist to him. Uh, and I don't think he does it, you know, purposely. Right. That's no. just like his personality, but it comes off as being just the, you know, this holier than now scientist. And I think yep. that just pisses off his haters even more, which I, mean, I love. They, uh, they must've mentioned that he studied physics at, uh, SMU a thousand times while he was leading uh, the tournament. It was getting frustrating. It was like, okay, d- we get it. We know that was, he was his actual major in physics. I believe so. Yeah. Or and that's, that's yeah. really impressive. Yeah. Shit. And, and I took two physics it, classes in college and those things were hard, 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 hard. I think, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's why some people don't really like him too. Right. Cause he's kind of like the dweeb that, 
you know, decided to go to get all big and strong and, you know, become like a meathead. I think that's why if it was like Brooks that was doing it, I wonder if the fans would be the same way. You know, I think I wonder if people. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, Just we're kind of on a little tangent, but this is fun to talk about. I was reading about him and then there's a kid. He's a junior. I, I can't think of what his name is right now. He played in like a he had a pro exemption. He's like 16. Right. Mm hmm. But he's basically done the Bryson path at uh, the junior level. So he's this over the over quarantine. He bulked up like 25 pounds. Um, and again, he's like a 16 year old kid. So that's a lot, actually. But he's wow. a big kid. Um, and and then worked his club head speed. And like he's smoking the ball, you know, and he's like, dude, at my junior tournaments, the last one, he was apparently like 30 40 yards ahead all of the kids that he was competing against oh my god that's just did the exact same thing um that's the new wave i want to say he's like an indian kid here uh fill some you chat real quick and i'm gonna find his name we gotta plug him yeah i was just i'm just thinking you know he's he's really leading the charge now on a new wave of you know um golfer especially as he's gonna be admired by all these young kids that are just now getting into the game because of quarantine um you know, he's having a huge impact. Tiger had an impact and, and, you know, there's a lot of good players that are in the game right now, but not a lot of them are changing or, you know, trying really to do anything different than anybody else has been doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, you got to give him credit. And, and that's the, he, he's totally accepted the risk reward of, of it can go terribly wrong, but uh, the way this course was playing, it's just set up. And you you know, they did a good job. I think it was on Saturday on 18 where he hit a great shot into the green. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the drives where, you know, how he's bulked up and his swing speed. It's, it's all of those other shots, like where he blasted a seven iron over the water out of the rough. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, that's being able to swing out of your ass like that controlled and, and right. still make good contact. That's where that shit really comes in and helps him out. Um, it's, it's, what, no, about, what, about on, what about on Sunday on eight, on 18? He's, he steps away from that putt that he had to make. Did you see that? So he had, like I a, was, uh, I was listening to it. I listened to it on yeah. PGA tour radio. He but. had like a five, five footer, you know, for par to win it. Uh, if he misses, it's, it's a playoff with Westy and he steps away from it. And I was just sitting there thinking like, you know, is he going to make this? This, this, this isn't a gimme. I mean, what were you, were you wanting yeah. him to make it? Did you want him and Westwood to, to go to a playoff? Yes. I uh, No, no, no. I did not. I wanted Bryson to win that. I didn't want Westwood to, to win it. Uh, I'll always pick an American winner over uh, a, a, a Brit. <laughs> Since 1776, always rooting for the Americans. Yeah. Um, a question that I've wanted to ask you too, and you actually came up with a great topic for us um, this week, and this is kind of a, a fun subject. So you brought up, what would your big like foursome be, like your all-time favorite foursome to play golf? Uh, and it's three, it's three players from any of the big four sports. And so what I gather is it could be Hall of Famers, it could be current players, right? It could... What's it limited? Oh yeah, I, I should have been I should have been more clear on this, but I like how we ju- we've got it mixed up. So I might make an, a one quick adjustment on the fly on mine. But um, I, I was going to have a Hall of Fame edition, and then we go current players edition. But we okay. I like having it mixed up too, like because we got a cool. I can see our our answers, so we got a cool little little go up here. 
So give me who you got, and then I'll go second. All right. So if you uh, want to make an it, adjustment on the fly, you're more than welcome. And we can. So I picked one from uh, each sport, and I only picked th- obviously three of the four. So my number my number one, I think, is going to be not my number one listed, but my number one is going to be Tim Lincecum that I want to play golf with San Francisco Giants uh, baseball legend. Um, I just feel like it would be a super laid back round, be super fun. Uh, you know, he seems like a chill guy, and I haven't seen him much at all except for he made an appearance last year at Oracle Park. Um, number two, representing basketball from the NBA, I'm going to say Steph Curry. I just think that would be really fun. He's, he's again, he seems like a fun guy. Uh, he loves playing golf. I'm seeing him play golf plenty of times to know that, hey, it'll be fun to play with the best shooter of all time and uh, a pretty damn good golfer, too. And then I think the last guy yep. I'm going to go with is somebody that I, I was wondering if you might have on your team. Um, I picked Peyton Manning just because I thought he was hilarious when they were playing in the challenge with Tiger and Tom Brady and uh, Phil. I just thought yeah. no, that's the type Peyton. of guy I want to be cr- crushing some beers with, like making fun of each other and having a good time, you know? 100%. And he's got game, too. Yeah. Um, I wanted well, – man. I have no idea how Tim Linscombe's game is, but the other two guys I picked, you know, they obviously. I would bet he's good, you know, rotational athletes. And then obviously the reputation of amongst starting pitchers is that they're, you know, they They golf a lot. One every four days. So they golf with each other, uh, (laughs) dick around, which a great, a great life. Uh, So who are you thinking? Okay, cool. I made, uh, I made, I made it a little adjustment because I was going retiree edition here, but that's, I, I like, I like just mixing it all up. So I, I'm going to go, uh, mine's, a, mine's a little interesting here. Might be golf and, uh, you know, the boy's best interests uh, on, on having a good time mixed up. So my first, I'll go a guy that's actually playing his sport currently. Uh, and that would be the Sharks cap. Logan Couture, who is a noted golfer, is hockey, guy, hockey guys as well are always really good golfers or mo- for the most part, right? Another kind of rotate or is a rotational sport and they play a grip of golf in the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, Logan Couture, and he's been known to have a good time if you follow his Instagram or uh, kind of just read story or hear stories about him. He likes to get after it uh, in between holes. Second, right uh, I'm going to go with uh, a San Francisco Giant, a teammate of Tim Lentz comes for a, a decent amount of time. Don't know if he has any golf game. Would imagine he does the way he fucking swings a bat. And that is Pat the Bat Burl. Oh, uh, my God. That's a he, good one. Uh, so I'm hoping he just crushes balls off the tee box. You know he's going to be picking up the cart girl. She's going to be hanging out with us later with her friends. Uh, I gotta hear. I gotta hear his tales from the marina from back in the day. I've heard that there's just legends about that guy. Oh my god! And then, and then my final pairing um, for the ultimate good time for some among sports sports cats. I'm gonna go with the ultimate competitor. I'm gonna go with MJ out there, just making bets with everyone. Um, call you a hoe. Call me a hoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then. I'm going to try to land a shoe deal like Pat Perez out of it and set. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. Like uh, the Jordan, the Jordan athlete golfers, I mean, they're not top 10 guys, right? They're like 
cool guys like HV3 and yep. Pat Perez and Keegan Bradley. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very good point. Very good point. Speaking of the pro guys, um, we have a big championship coming up this week. The players championship. They call it the fifth major. Um, super excited to watch this. I, it kind of feels like, like, it feels like a major. It, this is the most excited I've been all season to watch a golf, right? Uh, a golf since, since the mat, since the masters, right? Yeah. Uh, and I feel like it's kind of like, you know, it's like kind of gaining steam. Like the last few tournaments have been exciting. Now that fans have started to like kind of make their way back. It sounds like there's gonna be a little bit more, well, more, more how fans. How incredible does the course look? It, it was immaculate. They were showing the guys in the practice round today and it was just, you couldn't see a divot anywhere. It looked like carpet. Oh, incredible. Um, that's the perk of having it in March versus May where it's all right. overseeded and, and dead and stuff. It, it looks like, yeah, it's, this is, this is, you know, pebbles pebble is that any one of our generation that played tiger woods, this is a tiger woods course too. So you've got sure. you know, you, like, you just remember playing it all the time. Um, yep. Yeah, I am. I'm juiced. I'm juiced. Love this. This is my number one in the power rankings last week that we did. Um, you know, I've been looking forward to just seeing. It feels like the, we, ne- we never got a resolution from last year because it was the first tournament affected by COVID. They stopped, you know, literally, you know, mid tournament. We are, we are one year to the day of uh, Rudy Gobert testing positive and the NBA shutting down and wow. then the slew of uh, everything else. Shutting the snowball down. effect after that. Yep. But uh, yeah, like you said, the course looks great. Um, famous Pete Dye course, stadium course, literally built for, uh, the ultimate golf experience in terms of fans watching, you know, viewpoints, challenging golf course. I've been listening to guys talk about the golf course all week. Obviously, you and I have never played it. We played it on Tiger Woods. It's probably about it. Um, but I've heard things like it torments the players because it has a distracting layout that it draws players' attention away from where like the ball should go. So it'll put like a they'll put like a bunker that's far shorter than you think it is. And so you try to avoid that and take that out of play. You end up in end up, more end up, trouble. Yep. Yep. Um, and it kind of uses like the landscape like that to like distract the golf, like even the best in the world. And these guy courses are tricky. I've only yeah. played one and it was, it was brutal. Yeah. So I'm just excited to see these guys get after it. I mean, um, it's really hard to pick a, a you know, a, a winner this week or to see, you know, pick who you think is going to really do well just because, so many different playing styles have won. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Um, so many playing styles. There's like guys that have won that have missed a bunch of cuts too. So mm-hmm. uh, Rory's won and he's also missed, I think like three or four cuts here. So it's, 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 it's tough to take uh course form uh, into play current form. Yeah. It, you've got guys that are kind of like lifers that have won and then, yep randoms total randoms like uh siwoo kim winning it two years ago um uh, I was, three years ago excuse me i was looking into as well like what winning this tournament does for a golfer and basically you get into like the next like three to five majors automatic you get your tour card for another three years or something like that automatic so there's a lot on the line you know with this with this tournament yeah um I'm very excited. It should be, uh, you know, everyone's here. There was not the huge field, not everyone Brooks out, like you said, but uh, 
you know, that we had kind of a, 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 a watered down field last week. And yeah. that's because this tournament is behind Bay Hill now. So the, everyone, all the big boys are here to play. Um, should, should be very fun. We obviously, you got 17, but there's so many, you know, like you said, this it, it, it is a hard handicap because you want to look at like, you know, your bombers and stuff, but there's a lot right. of holes here that take the driver out of even the bomber's hand. You don't gain any benefit. You don't, there's nothing to gain from hitting a driver. So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, DJ, when he puts his driver away, he's still going to hit his three wood further and et cetera. So right. th- there is that advantage, but you know, it, it's, it's kind of a even playing field and anyone, anyone can win. So I, you know, I looked when I was kind of trying to handicap this, uh, I was looking at, guys that are, are are good off the tee um experienced here because even though we've seen some winners that haven't played here before uh i think i think just experience is always a, a plus uh and then i looked at four par five scoring because there's four par fives so you got a lot of advantages to take or you've got a lot of holes to take advantage of and then scrambling because there's so much goddamn trouble and like you said right it's kind of the players don't know what to do uh there's all these different traps when, where your eye gets taken one way and you end up hitting into something you weren't even focused on so yep. um got to be good around the greens but uh yeah my my picks i guess i'll roll first uh are kind of a slew here so top tens uh my boy almost did it last week I gotta, I gotta write it out. So Hideki plus four hundred, and it's uh, official. It's a, it's a Sandy he, Pars Golf Podcast. Hideki has he, picked. He, he, he was, he was leading this tournament last year uh, after one round, before it was shut down from COVID. Um, he's shown me now. He, he's, he's right there. So let's go finish some unfinished, unfinished business. That'd be awesome. Uh, then I got Hatton um at plus 400 i'm back to my four four pick system here because i did better with that so okay um i'm back to, uh, hatton uh that dude he's been tearing it up on the euro tour yeah. he won um forget what big tournament he won last year like the honda right no, no uh, you won bay hill bay hill that's right when bay hill was killing everyone yes yep. yes correct correct um so i like his game uh and then i went with two longer shots i went uh kids at plus 800 in florida um that's yeah. kids's game rolling the rock again th- you know this this course where the bombers i think are kind of neutralized so um kids and then my biggest underdog is chris kirk at plus 900 who i believe was in the top 10 last week or right around there um he won on the corn ferry in florida if you don't know the dude's story, he's super cool. He took, he was uh, on the tour, uh, had a little run in with Boozden, um, went, got kicked off the tour. I think went to rehab, got sober. He's like two years sober, maybe a year sober. One on the corn ferry, and then got his tour tour cart back. So awesome. cool dude to root for as well. Um, Absolutely. At plus nine hundo, and then uh, you want me to go to my my DK, or you want to go uh, your your top tens? I'll do my top tens real quick. Uh, I feel pretty good about this week's picks all around. Um, it's the best I felt about uh, DraftKings and a top ten, but my top tens are going to be uh, Morikawa at two fifty plus two fifty. I got Jocko Neiman at plus five fifty, and I got yep. Homa at plus eight hundred. And I think for one, this course I was just looking at all all the stats in terms of um, where. So I just kept looking through all the stats and seeing who was consistently near the top at most of them. 
uh, for short game. And I kept yeah. saying Morikawa with his iron play, he's really going to be, um, I think he'll just give himself opportunities. It'll just depend on if he, if he can roll the rock or not. Uh, he's like 96 best, best putter on tour. And that's actually a big improvement for him. Um, yeah. I feel at Neiman, he has been uh, really good to start the year. Um, I can't believe he's at plus 550 because he, I mean, he was playing well at the concession. And then uh, he just had a bad day. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then and then Homa, he's been playing well all year. Uh, I, I mean, plus eight hundred. No. That's that's really good odds for somebody who's won a tournament already this season. So, I felt yep, I and a lot of top tens too. Yep, a lot of top tens. Been playing good all season. Um, and I'll I'll just dive into my DraftKings then. And I'll turn it back over to you. I took and I'm really I feel it's like a really solid team. Um, I got Shoffley, Cantley, Finau. Neiman, Zalatoris, and Bo Hogue. Uh, if Finau and Hogue can make the cut, I think everybody else is going to make it. Um, you know that these aren't these aren't anybody who's at the top of the list in terms of uh, rankings, but Shoffley and Cantley there, I feel like those guys are really going to carry me. And you know Neiman's yeah. my guy, so yeah, Cantley was uh, on my list. I changed it up. So uh, my DraftKings, I went Finau. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Fino win this. I feel like he's going to win a big tournament um, really soon. So uh, I've heard I've heard his name being thrown around as 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 a dark horse kind of favorite to to win it. It's you got to think it's coming, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure the dude's got the game. He can't. He's got to be a little bit sick of you know coming in second uh, and 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 being top five, Tony, um, without snacking a win so i i who knows right but i i, I that's an easy pick right he always seems yeah. to be up on the top of the leaderboard so i got yep. fino hatton in line with my top tens that dude's a solid player i think i mean i'm kind of relying on him to play well um right. webster past champion um not the sexiest pick but a dude that plays really well here um, accurate driver accurate good around around the green hybrids Plenty of Plenty hybrids. Of hybrids. Yeah. Uh, my man, Jay day, who uh, I like Jay day's game. Now he's with Bryson's coach too, right? He's with uh, Chris Como now. So I think they've changed his swing to where he could, he's playing. Um, right. He's not had a, a season ending back issue. So, right. Um, and, and if he can stay healthy, we all know he has game. And then my last pick was uh, Ortiz. Carlos Ortiz, he's been uh, up. I think he had a top 10 last week. He's been up and around the top 10, playing well. Um, oh, I had two more. My bad. Uh, Ortiz. And then the gangster, Sergio Garcia. I forgot. The crafty vet. Uh, I want to <laughs> say this is his 18th players. And I I, I want to say he's only missed one or two cuts in those years. So uh, experience. Plenty of experience. He's been playing well, too, all, all season. Um, he's made yeah. most of the cuts, I feel. Yep. 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 He actually had pretty good odds too. I was thinking about rocking him on a top 10, but I wanted to try to mix up my, my top 10 in, in DraftKings a little bit. Right on. All right. Let's end this with uh, who you got winning the whole thing. If you had to put any money on it. If I had to put money, um, you know, according to, to the odds shit, I, I would probably take, uh, I'm going to say Finau. Finau. Yep. I threw some scratch on DJ, the favorite at, at plus 1200. Um, 
I just have a feeling that he's going to be up there all the way until Sunday. Yeah. No, I don't think that's a bad pick at all. Let's uh, hear one sec. I'm pulling up Finau's odds real quick to win it. Um, futures players. Finau is plus 3,000 winning. Hatton's the same. Wow. Maybe five, throw five bucks on it or something. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Just might actually. Um, right on. College hoop, though. Um, you playing this weekend? What's it? Well, hey, we'll uh, get a quick game update. You had a lesson on Monday. Uh, yeah, I had a, I had a lesson with Dylan Smith uh, at Dylan Smith Golf uh, on Instagram. Uh, yeah, we went over some some shit. Had a good time on Monday. Focused on footwork uh, and practice some of the things I'd already been working on. Again, just really good experience with that guy. Every time I go there, I feel like I learned something. I get a little bit better. Um, are you playing this yeah. weekend at all? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm playing. Um with the boys in Stockton at uh, the reserve, which is a, a good course for, uh, cause I'm trying to work on some stuff, nice and open, um, hit the range a couple of times. I've taken a ton of mirror reps and uh, like practice reps of, of what Dylan and I worked on last week too. And seeing pretty good results at the range. Um, we'll see on course. I, I actually, I, I like to think I might be better on course. I find myself playing slower, like, you know what I mean? I take right. my time a little more when I'm actually playing versus at the range, um, right. which is tough. Good. Well, you'll have to tell us how you, how you, uh, how you played. Um, again, we're going to be dropping our next podcast on Sunday. And therefore, after we will be doing Sunday night drops, trying to get everything out to everybody on a better schedule aligned with the PGA tour. And uh, yeah, see you on Sunday, my man. Wonderful. See you Sunday. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Reminder, join us on a new night. We'll be bringing fresh episodes on Sunday nights from here on forward. Tune in this Sunday to unpack the Players' Championship, the results of our picks, and more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sandy Pars Golf and visit our website, sandypars.com for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit them straight.